Welcome to Hindsight Hacking. I'm Corey Carter. And I'm Ron Cool. And we have talked to hundreds of entrepreneurs hacking their hindsight to give you better foresight. And now we're bringing you those same great interviews along with other mindset hacks, visibility hacks, and traffic hacks, and more to get you all the tools you need to gain more visibility and gain more traffic. And of course, gain more sales. So head over to GetHHM.com forward slash toolbox to get all the free resources to help you get more. And so without further ado, let's get to it. What is going on, everybody? Oh, man, we have a special treat for you today. The one and only Mr. Colton Woods. He is basically the right-hand man at the Capitalist Pig Farm uh, up in Idaho, hanging out with Steve Larson. He runs the Prove It brand. He is doing everything with Steve. Plus, he has some of his own things, uh, but I think we're going to focus all today on on all the Capitalist Pig stuff, Offer Launchpad, and everything else they got going on up there, the new office, anything else we can come up with. Uh, Colton here, he is a family man, two kids. He has moved around from Nevada to Utah, and he has found himself in Idaho, uh, where he is growing one of the best online businesses out there. Colton, thank you so much for joining us so bright and early today. (laughs) Dude, thank you so much for having me on here. Seriously, I'm stoked. I'm stoked for today. I don't even know how I'm up at the moment. I mean, it's like eight in the morning doing a live interview. This is crazy. <laughs> but That's anyway, sorry. I made you guys uh, get up early. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Colton, like we know who you are. We've talked to you a couple of times. We're on a game show with you, but for the people that don't know who you are, can you give them a quick little backstory and a little yeah. bit about Colton? Yeah, totally. Um, <clears throat> so I'll try to make it as quick as I can. Sometimes the backstory, you know, there's just little details that you can't leave out. Right. Oh, so, right. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, so I work with Steve. I've been working with him for a little over a couple of years now. Funny enough, we actually met back in college when, uh, I mean, that's kind of when I got started in the entrepreneurial game. Um, I started doing my own like smartphone and tablet repair store and it was just totally brick and mortar, which I <clears throat> have moved on from there since, but <laughs> thank goodness, you know? Um, but I was just like, I was just hustling in college. Like, I'm like, I want to start a business. So I ran something. I, I, I figured something out. I ran a, like a $50 ad just to do um, some fixes and people sure enough bought it. And that kind of just like got me hooked. Like, like I ran one thing and I was making money off of it. Like that's, that's awesome. You know, and then uh, a year later after I started, I, I had a brick and mortar actually. And I was kind of tired of it. <laughs> like you just work so much and you make so little like margin on brick and mortars, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I wanted to get to the online game. Funny enough, right about then is when I met Steve and we were both going to college and like, it, it made me sad that I didn't meet him earlier because he was like the only other person I could talk to that actually understood what I was like, where I was going or what I wanted to do. You know, like I talked to all these other people and they're like, yeah, I'm going to do this really cool stuff after school, you know, or like later in my life, you know, when I, when I can actually do it, you know, and I'm like, why not? Oops. Oh, I think we're we good. (laughs) Um, So yeah, like just why not go for it now? And like, why not get it running? So I ended up talking with Steve and um, it was funny. I kind of told him a little bit of what I wanted to do. And he was like, ah, that's cool. I think he got pitched a lot. Like, honestly, like (laughs) if you think about it, He's a killer. He was running. Not many other people were. And so finally one night, um, actually was sitting down at his house and we were sitting in the front living room and he had 
the the famous whiteboard always you know like i feel like he just like was born with a whiteboard (laughs) (laughs) around it's on a leash (laughs) right yeah like he's always got a whiteboard around um so he's like okay kind of run me through what you're doing again so i ran him through it and he was like bro this is huge i'm like i know right like it's it's awesome and so we started with it and then i pitched it in the entrepreneurship society and i won that and then he was all stoked because we won it and then we were going to move on and pitch it some more. So we ended up clicking go on our 14 day free trial with click funnels. And this is back in the, like when it first was coming out, you know, and we, yeah, like he says, we kissed our wives goodbye <laughs> two weeks. We were going to see you later. And we just put our heads down and got things running and it was break. Even by the time we, we launched it, you know, like, 14 days, we had something built, running, and people paying us. It was crazy, you know? And so that was that was like my first online experience, you know? Um, the only problem with that is it didn't grow enough, and we found out it was too much of a pain point. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of stuff behind it. We've learned tons since then. Anyway, so he, we split. He went to ClickFunnels. I went and did some of my own stuff. Uh, worked with my brother, helping him with marketing things and uh, – after a couple of years of him being at ClickFunnels, he was like, hey, I'm going back on my own, dude. You want to come, like, you know, do this with me? And I'm like, are you kidding me, bro? Like, of course. Like, I'm I'm all in, you know? So, yeah, we ended up making it happen. I moved out to Boise and been here for a couple of years now, a little over a couple of years. And we're just, yeah, we're stoked. We're getting things running. So nice. that's a little bit about me there. Yeah. So good. I, I had no idea you were part of that first, that first yeah. funnels, uh, that first funnel of uh, with Steve. So even back then, uh, yeah, crazy, I, I, I mean, I, I knew like from when he left ClickFunnels that you were the first and only, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize even back then. So that is so cool. So, so you had a brick and mortar business even in while you were in college. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's insane. Just, so many of us, it, myself included, like you said, nobody's going to do anything until after they get mm-hmm. they finish school. Because, I mean, even if you're not finishing school, just being in school and trying to do both at the same time, like how did you manage that? You know, it was it was a lot of work. <laughs> and I wasn't very much the person of, I want to get A's. <laughs> I'm literally like, I'm here to learn and to apply what I'm learning, not to just get an A, you know? So I definitely got lots of B's and C's, maybe a D or two in there. (laughs) I'm not going to (laughs) lie, but it was, it was a lot of work. But what I, what I found was cool about it actually was I was going to these business classes. So I, I was in business management. My emphasis was actually in entrepreneurship, um, which was like a new emphasis at that time. So I was all excited and what was cool was like I would show up to class and I remember one teacher, I had a few teachers that would do this, but I remember one teacher, he would literally be teaching something. And I'm like, Oh yeah, this is, I totally get this. You know, like I, I do it already, you know, like this is, this is easy. And then the kids next to me are like, this is mind blowing. Like I have no idea like what's going on. And he would like have me get up and teach the class sometimes, like literally like, Hey, Cole, you run stuff. Like, come up here, tell us how you do it. And I'm like, uh, okay. You know, like, sure. But I found that I learned a ton more and it applied so much more by actually doing it. So I, I, I liked it. I learned so, it. So cool. What a way to implement. No kidding. No kidding. Yeah. I just, I had a belief that I could start something. And yeah. so I ran after it. No, I love, I love one of the things you said, and it might be a takeaway later, where apply what you learn 
don't just get their grade, right? And I think so many people are just out there polarizing on that that grade. They forget to actually learn stuff and then apply it. Yep. Right. Oh, um, so, gosh, that was that was awesome. Uh, let's see. The other thing I, I want to go back to that fourteen day challenge where you pushed go because Corey and I found ourselves there, and you know, we both he did a fourteen day challenge and then I did a fourteen day challenge and I did um, this much. That much stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I did not what think that all system? <laughs> Zero. Zero. My, my fourteen. Uh, my fourteen day challenge was over before I even understood what I was doing. I was like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh, what just happened?" Right. So I love that you were able to just like sit down, nail it out, and in fourteen days. I mean, that those fourteen days probably changed the rest of your life. Oh yeah, totally. So, so, so tell us, tell us now, Colton, uh, like what's obviously you're out there doing stuff with, with Steve and for, um, everything up there in Idaho, but you're also, you're on Instagram, you're, you're doing lives, you're doing stuff like, where's your own podcast. I'm surprised Steve hasn't pushed you to do that. Like where, what's your road to, to doing all that publishing and aspect stuff. You know, it's funny. Um, I think it was three years ago at Funnel Hacking Live now. Um, I was at Funnel Hacking Live. It was the one in uh, Florida. I don't know if you guys were there or not, but um, Russell gets up and he's like, y'all need to start publishing right now. And I was like, I'm not going to like, just pick a platform and just start doing something. And obviously I'm with Steve and he's the publishing king, you know, so it's right. like you kind of have to, you know. Um, <laughs> so I remember I was like, you know what? I'm just going to like find something that I can do easily and consistently that will help me. So I started Instagramming that day. I had never done an Instagram story before that literally never. Um, and what was crazy, like now looking back on it, like I, that was the most like awkward thing for me ever was, Hey guys, like I'm holding this camera and I'm like looking at myself and I'm talking to, this phone, you know, <laughs> I've been saying stuff and I don't know if anybody cares or not, you know, like, right. I have no idea. And, uh, it was definitely a little awkward for a while, but if I go look back at my story then versus now I have changed so much and it literally helped me change so much because I just got used to being in front of a camera. I got used to just talking or just coming like just out of the blue, like talking about something, you know? Um, but funny enough, I do have a podcast. I don't really push it very much because it's more of like my internal, I'm just podcasting to get my own voice better, you know, but nice. I do, I do have my own podcast actually, which is funny. <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, I love, I love the consistency piece that you were talking about. We, we've cool. talked about that, but I do want to touch base on something I saw on Instagram is those killer lights on the ceiling. So literally I thought it was like skylights all over the place. I was like, uh -huh. Oh my gosh, like half of Steve's office is like open up to the night sky. And I was like, there's, there's no way that's there's, so many stars in Boise. There's absolutely no way. <laughs> <laughs> that would that would actually be cool. But yeah, there's there's not that many stars for sure. <laughs> I think we're putting five thousand stars in our studio. Wow, five thousand. It's all they're each fiber optic, so five thousand fiber optics. It's taking him a while to get it running. Yeah, we, he's he's like not even halfway done. He's been on there for like three weeks. Like, oh, wow. Well, yeah. we had Steve on the show, and he was talking about the sets that he has somebody designing and it's kind of 
I mean, in my mind, I had like Saturday Night Live in my mind because you have you have a set, a set, and a set, but no one knows it's three different sets. He yeah. called it a newsroom, but I, in my mind, I think more Saturday Night Live than news. So that's how I see it. Is that kind of what it looks like? Yeah. So, I mean, it's literally just right over here for me. Um, like on the other side of this wall right here is our studio. Well, technically it's the kitchen, then the studio, but um, <laughs> it's... Uh, we're super stoked. It's actually going to be a whole nightscape. Like when you walk into the front door of our office, first off, there's this huge capless pig wall, like literally just massive. And then you take a right and you go into the studio. <clears throat> and once you walk in, you'll literally be transformed. Like it'll feel like you're walking into the top of a skyscraper in the middle of New York. Literally. It's going to be, it's going to be, so we have a whole, I forget what he calls it, like a light box. It's a, anyways, it's a nightscape. So there's like a like a 50 foot long like plexiglass that has this picture of New York on it, and it's like 18 feet tall. So when you walk in, it looks like a night version of New York. Oh, that's and crazy. then there's I beams, like it's a skyscraper, like the I beams part of it. Yeah. And then there's stars just all across the top. But what's cool is like you can still see the the metal framing so like you're looking through the metal framing to the stars above it you know so it's it's just going to be a total transformation and then there's a huge like 26 foot stage um like long and it's set up so we can have different sets on the edges and then the main part is in the middle but we have like this 18 foot led that's going in there like it is going to be amazing so when people come into the studio and steve's out there teaching we're doing whatever we're doing it's going to be an experience unlike any other. And we are, we are looking at letting other people come in and rent it out. So nice. just cause we can't like, you know, not share it with the world. Right. Yeah. So. Well, when's the first yeah. event, right? Like offer launch pad coming up, which we need to talk about. I think mm. that's a, that's a virtual, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so what's the plan to get that room? Obviously you're working in construction. So what's the plan to, to break the seal and, uh, and get people in there? get the huge golden scissors and like, you know, cut the, yeah, the, the, the ribbon or whatever. Yeah. Um, so we're having the virtual event, which is in like two weeks, it's coming up real soon. Actually, I think two weeks from yesterday. Um, so we're plugging and chugging for that, but obviously it's virtual. So we're not going to be doing the studio. We'll be actually having a offer lab event here. Um, the end of January. So that's, that's when we're going to open it up and yeah, we'll, we'll have a, we'll have a big, like, you know, event housewarming event as well, you know? So we, we just got to figure out those details. We're a little like kind of focused on the offer launch pad right now, but you yeah, know, right. Right. Yeah. One, step, one step at a time. Yeah. <laughs> I think Ron and I need to get up there. Uh, when, when there's something obviously not for, uh, the, um, the thing in January, but maybe, maybe there's another one that's open to the, to the masses and yeah. have a little training. That would be fun. Yeah, so. I'm, we will. We actually have, we'll have some uh, workshop for profit events that are open to the masses. So nice. Cool. Nice. We'll definitely have to get out there for yeah. sure. Um, all right. So we also know you do a little bit about um, another little company that we're familiar with that you are involved with and mm. I believe it's called prove it. <laughs> 
Uh, I know you know a little about bit that. about it. Uh, Corey knows a little bit about it. I know when we were going through this, this is a funny story. So I'm going to tell the story. So when we were going through OFA, mm-hmm. um, Corey, you know, went through uh, with Steve first before me and he starts talking about this thing called prove it. And I was like, I actually, when, when he first told me, I thought it was that little thing that pops up at the bottom that someone buys it and says, prove it like prove oh. Somebody, I, that's seriously what I thought it was. Um, then um, we were involved in another uh, networking company and uh, it was called Live. And my uh, cousin Blake Mellon uh, ran that. And he also had Vicellus. And we ended up, you know, Corey's like, I want to do prove it. I want to pr- do prove it. I'm like, what the hell is prove it? Like, it's a little box. And so he started explaining it to me. I wasn't sure, but we were already like really high up in this other company. So we didn't, I didn't want to bounce and uh, this is my cousin. So I didn't want to bounce, (laughs) you know? And, and so then uh, I go through OFA and I was like, ah, Steve, like I related with him, made sense. Let's, let's maybe look into it. And then how the world works. It's so funny. Blake merges with prove it right out of all the companies on the planet. Right. Yeah. Now it's like, well, now what do we do? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but I would love to just kind of talk a little bit about Prove It with you. Yeah, totally. Um, that's funny you mentioned that. And you're like, oh, I'm cousins with Blake Mallon. And I'm like, I know that name. Why do I know that name? <laughs> like, hold on a sec. And then you tell me, I'm like, oh, I was actually there. Um, funny, me, Steve, and our team were meeting with the CEO Prove It talking funnels and stuff. And then Blake came in and they're like, Oh, this is Blake. We're buying out by and we're going to merge and like all this stuff. And I'm like, Oh, that's cool. And they're like, don't tell anybody yet. Cause nobody right. knows. I'm like, Oh, well that's good to know. Like I probably should, you know, Instagram this right now. Right. Um, I, let me turn off my live. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on a second. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, we're always recording video, but, um, right. and then they announced it at that event, just like, you know, days later, which was cool. Um, but prove it, you know, funny enough. Um, so I, I drink it every, literally every morning. Um, a lot of times, multiple times a day, but funny enough is I didn't get in prove it with Steve. Um, I was actually introduced to it years ago and kind of a crazy story. I'll try to be a little bit quicker on here, but a, kind of a crazy story. Um, so six years ago, yeah, a little over six years ago. I don't want to hit you with like a, a, a huge bomb or anything, but like my mom passed away. Mm. So that's like, that was a big thing for me, you know, Yeah, big thing for most anybody. Right. Right. And what was, what I learned from her. So she had stage four brain cancer when she found out and they gave her two months to live. Well, she, she's got some crazy drive and uh, she's like, I'm not going to live two months. Like I'm going to make this happen. Like I'm going to, I'm going to go longer and farther. It's funny enough. The cancer actually wasn't what killed her in the end, but um, she made it two years and she actually changed everything about how she ate and like her everything, anything she ever put in her body was completely different. And so I saw the importance of like eating differently. Mm -hmm. And then fast forward a few years, I'm 300 pounds. And not feeling very good. I'm yeah, I was yeah, I got to 300 pounds. I was I was pretty big. Um 
And I woke up one night literally choking on my stomach acid. Like I'd like I had a, such bad heartburn and just you know, yeah. I was just doing bad. I'm there. I'm there. I, Not, say yeah. what? I'm there with the heartburn, man. Holy smokes. Dude, heartburn sucks. Like it is yeah. bad. Yeah. So anyway, like, I'm like, I've got to change something like this is not working out for me. You know, like the, the full 44 ounce of Dr. Pepper Mountain Dew every morning. Like, that's probably not a good thing to be doing, you know, but I did it. And uh, <clears throat> so I, I went on this, like, kind of just trying to find a diet that I could do. And I'll tell you what, diets suck. Like, who wants to do a diet? Like, they're not fun at all. Like, I would go for a week and then I'm just like literally craving something that I couldn't have so bad that I'm like, I'll just take a little tiny bit of it. And then pretty soon I'm like eating the whole package, you know, like in the day, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that diet sucks, whatever. I'm done. <laughs> None of us are skinny right here. So we get it. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I love food. Like I can't not eat food, you know, like, ah, anyway, I'm a total foodie. So I love food. So that night when I woke up choking on my stomach acid, I'm like, I'm I'm literally gonna kill myself. Like if I don't stop, you know, just because it was I was getting so bad. And uh funny enough, so I was trying all these different ones. My cousin was like, Hey, you should try this diet, but then also drink this drink with it. And I was like, Okay. So I bought some stuff from her, and then funny enough, it was prove it drink, and she was teaching me how to do like the keto diet. Um, so they are separate, but when you do the keto diet. After a couple of weeks or so, you, your body starts naturally making ketones and prove it is what like you can drink it and you instantly get ketones, which is super cool. And like, I mean, there's only two different fuels your body can run off of glucose and ketones. And so like glucose is like going to the gas station and, you know, filling up with regular fuel. But then you introduce ketones and it's like you got race fuel in there. Like your mind is running like you've got energy, like things are working. You're not starving. Like it's it's super crazy stuff. So I, that's kind of how I got started with it. And I went on a keto diet and ended up losing, I think, uh, I did it two different times. So I went for three months and then I was off of it, did another three months, ended up losing 70 pounds overall. <clears throat> crazy. I know. Right. Awesome. So I'm, I'm like, well, that works for me. I can still eat food and enjoy stuff. Yeah. I'm actually on keto right now. Um, and the, like, the first part of why I did it was just to lose weight. Now I'm like, I'm on it because it's literally like a super fuel. Um, and when we have an event coming up and different things, if I'm not in a state of ketosis, then like I'm, I'm just going slow, you know? Mm -hmm. But when I've got my mind running, I can get, I can just run. I, I, I feel like it should be called the entrepreneurial fuel, you know, like, <laughs> Just entrepreneurs like me to get in this because man, your mind is working so much better and like things are clicking and you're able to make connections. And so I just love it because of that, because I can get stuff running. But yeah, that was like, that was over, that was like four years ago, over four years ago. And I still drink it to this day, which is crazy. But I, I, I got to jump in. I know it's Corey's turn, but I got to, I got to tell a story because I had a sample. My friend, oh, yeah. uh, uh, we had a sample and I took first time I took it, it was something, it made me focus so crazy. Uh -huh. You remember that, Corey? Oh, yeah. Because uh, Corey and I were together, and I was just like, all right. I got a lot done that day. I got so much stuff done. I was like, <laughs> what just happened, right? It was crazy. <laughs> crazy. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. I I, I think, uh, I mean, I don't want to get too much into the scientific and all that stuff, but they say that, like, when you are in a state of ketosis, your blood carries three times the oxygen, but it also your neurons and your brain connect 
when they're, yeah, if you've been on a glucose diet forever, sometimes they like get dull and they can't connect very well. You introduce ketones and it like opens that connection up. So that's why like you focused in, like your brain's firing in all cylinders now, you know? Yeah. yeah. It, was, yeah. it was crazy, man. It was, well, it's cool. So, so a question about it, right? Like obviously as an entrepreneur, we have the the normal business that, you know, you do with, with the capitalist pig and all that, but then, you know, on the, the prove it side, I mean that you guys treat it the same, right? Like it is a business that you have a lot of funnels and you have a team, right? Like it's how, how yeah. did, how does that whole process work within the, the four walls over there? You know, it's funny. Um, it's funny you asked that. Cause I was literally just talking to somebody yesterday for the first time in six months, I actually called somebody that was like trying to ask about prove it. <clears throat> I never get on the phone with anybody about prove it. And if you message me a messenger, I'll send you a voice message or something, you know, but, um, and then I mean, that's cause that's what I did with you guys. And you're like, oh, I want to get in. I'm like, yeah, just let me know. Like, whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to sit here and like pitch you and do all that stuff. Um, but funny enough, you asked that and I was talking to her and I'm, and she's like, so like, how much time do you spend on this? You know? And I'm like, well, you're the first person I've called. Like, sorry, guys. The guy's building the studio. <laughs> um, yeah, he's over right over there. <laughs> <laughs> or that's machine guns. We're blowing stuff up. You know what I mean? Like either way. Ad <laughs> being made. Let's go. <laughs> uh, funny. Um, so like, yeah, she she asked me, and I'm like, you know, you're funny enough, you're the first person I've talked to on the phone about this in like six months. And she's like, wait, what? Like, I talk to like hundreds of people a day, you know, like everybody on the phone, like that's all I do. I'm like, yeah, we're very much a systems oriented part of that. Mm -hmm. So we built the funnels, we built the training, we built like the whole system and literally I'm going to have to tell him to stop now. <laughs> and literally when the leads come in, like I don't do anything with it. Like we just hand it to somebody, right. You know, that we trust in our downline and they close them up for us. And so literally it's very minimal on our side. Like, yes, we spent some time setting up, uh, the funnels like the, you know, the join my downline funnel and then um, the recruiting, or, well, I guess that's the recruiting funnel, but then like the teaching funnel um, and then a lot of content around it, but we're done now. Hold on a sec. Let me like, let me go ask them <laughs> if I can. <laughs> Hold up. We might need to cut that part out here. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. All right, Corey. So I, I think it's crazy how the universe works and how God puts people in front of you, you know, and uh, we have people that went over to prove it. We did not. Um, uh, we took a different route, but it was something that we've been talking about uh, for a while now. And, you know, I think it's interesting that uh, Colton has this system set up mm. or prove it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and honestly, I think that we, you know, for both of us, we want to lose a little bit, a little weight. Right. And so it's like, we, we need to go, it's not just the, a diet, right? Like we need to go full, full in on both avenues and get the food on the keto as, as close to it as possible. Uh, as well as, as doing the, the drinks and the, and the ketones through prove it, like that would be the double win to get us where we want to go. So it, it is funny, the full circle of, of how, you know, if, if we would have um, been looking at, like we almost went with prove it before we went with live, but if we would have done that, we would have been 
you know, around the same people. So it's just, yeah, the world works in, in mysterious ways. And, uh, yeah. and the automation piece is key uh, to any, any business at the mm -hmm. end of the day, if you want to grow it and scale it, don't spend a hundred calls a day trying to talk to people, right? Get the automation and let, let the systems do it for you. Um, mm -hmm. And that's what really attracted me to, to the whole piece and the MLM hacks and, and all that fun stuff that, that you guys did. So, all right. So I'm going to ask one question, Colton, because I really want to start talking about what's going on now and in the future. Um, and so, but first we got to go back. We all know hindsight's 2020. So if Colton could go back in time with the, the knowledge of, of the, of what you have now and in that hindsight, could you, what would you do? What would you, what advice would you give to a younger Colton? What would you go back to? Was it be the Colton in college and be like, get out of the brick and mortar and get online? Like what, what advice would you give to, to a younger Colton? You know, it's funny you you say that because a lot of times, like I look back at that time and I just, I didn't know what was possible, honestly. And funny enough, I was talking to Steve about this yesterday. Um, we all kind of have our own ceilings mm -hmm. that we hit. We're the only, like, this is like kind of where we see where we can go. And our job essentially as entrepreneurs is to help people perception of that ceiling change so that they can push it um, <clears throat> and change what they're able to actually accomplish. So funny enough, I wouldn't change the fact that I did a brick and mortar because it, it, I learned so much from it and I learned, I sold it off and I got completely screwed over on that cell. Like it was, it was a horrible experience. I'm not going to lie. It was a horrible experience, but I learned so much from it that I wouldn't give it up. And I feel like a lot of times we're just too afraid as entrepreneurs or different people to, to even just try anything because we're afraid of the failure of it. I, there's nothing better than failure, nothing better. Like you do not teach or you do not learn more from anything other than like failing at something. Mm -hmm. Um, so who said, somebody said success is a horrible teacher. I don't, I don't remember who said that, but I love that quote because honestly, like if I went back and was like, all right, Colton, don't do this. Don't do that. Just kind of do this and this. And like, it'll be way faster and you'll make a ton of money. I wouldn't have learned as much, you know, I would have just gone and yeah, sure. I could have been more successful in that, but I probably would have failed at a bigger, like, yeah, I would have had a bigger failure, which could have set me back more. Um, I don't know, maybe not, or maybe I would learn more of that bigger failure to go past it farther. But literally, like even as a kid, I remember plenty of times I would do something, and like I this this like specific stories coming to mind. Um, I bought a brand new paintball gun, and I was so excited. Like I was like twelve, you know, and I'm like, I finally got my like first new paintball gun. So stoked to like have it. So stoked to go like go paintball with my buddies, you know. And the first thing I did was I put it on my bed and I completely tore it apart, like just completely disassembled the entire thing because I wanted to know how it worked. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to know if like, OK, if something happened while I was out paintballing, I could I could fix it. But if I didn't pull it apart, I wouldn't know. Right. Right. And then my dad came in and he was like, whoa what are you doing? And I'm like, I oh, just make, I'm just, I just wonder how it works, you know, just in case I need to fix it. And he's like, uh, I hope you can put that back together. And I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll be able to put it back. I'm like, no, no worries. You know? And I did. But then afterwards I was like, wait a second, that's not normal. Like, I guess I'm not supposed to be able to do that. And then 
I mean, I continue to do that. I was literally rebuilding my own engines when I was like 16, you know, and people would ask me like, how do you know how to do that? I'm like, I don't, I just figured it out. Yeah. But like, I believed that I could do it. I believed that I could figure it out. So I went for it and I did it. And I, and I, I may have failed a couple of times. There was a couple of times where I screwed some stuff up and I had to fix it, you know, like that just happens. But if I wouldn't have even tried, or if I didn't believe that I was able to do any of that stuff, like I, I wouldn't. So if I could go back to myself, I would help myself learn faster. I would help myself see that my ceiling is too low and that you can go at a much faster rate. No. And to okay. just go for stuff, like just do it guys. Like stop thinking about it so much. I didn't know a single thing about business. I just started running with it. Like I was learning crap in my business class. That was like, I mean, it's business one-on-one, like basic <laughs> level crap. I had no idea about anything. I'm like, I'm going to start a business. Like I didn't even know how to set up an LLC. Like literally didn't know how to set it up. I just ran with it. And I'm like, Oh, I guess I need to do that. So I, I figured it out, you know, like quit trying to figure out everything way before you do it. Just start just start doing what you need and learning about what you're doing now instead of learn all this crap that makes no sense to you right now. Yep. So it's better than perfect. Yeah. Done is better than perfect. That's what we always say. All right. So we kind of figured out what, what you've done. That's awesome advice. What's, what's kind of on the horizon. What, what is, what is, what is next for you guys? Yeah. So uh, we actually got offer launch pad event coming up, which I'm, crazy excited about so and uh, you can't really see my shirt but so this is our last year's event shirt money can't buy happiness broke can't buy anything (laughs) (laughs) i think this is our vip shirt last year yeah um so that was that offer mind which is our in-person event well you know with all this crap that's going on right now we can't really have in-person events right so we decided to make it a virtual event but we wanted it to be different um because we didn't want offer mine to just go virtual. Mm-hmm. We wanted to like completely take, make a new event from it. Um, so offer mine didn't happen this year. It was supposed to be in San Diego, like back in September, we were all super stoked for it. We thought it'd be over by then it wasn't. Mm-hmm. And so we kind of just pivoted and, and made things work, but offer launch pad is offer minds like, okay, here's how you're going to learn how to create your offer. Or like, this is like, if you don't have an offer, if you have a new offer, like, Here's offer stuff. Offer launch pad is like, okay, you guys have already come up with offers. We've taught you tons of that stuff. How do you launch it? How do you make it successful? Like what, what do you do to get the traffic to like run it, to actually make the money from that now? Cause it's a totally different thing. Um, so that's like Steve's over here in his office geeking out with his papers on the floor, you know, and like writing it all out. It's literally like a beautiful mind in there. Like just looking at stuff, you know? And uh, so he's putting it all together and he is like the offer king, you know? Yeah. And he also knows how to launch stuff. Like he's really good at launching. And that's like the other piece that people need to know. And so that's what we're, we're going for. We got like Blake Newbar coming in, uh, Dan Henry's coming in, uh, Alex Sharfin, um, Robbie Summers, um, Russell Brunson's actually speaking again. So that's like, it's gonna so be like, no one of like huge importance is gonna be speaking. It sounds like. <laughs> no, not at all. No, no. I mean, no, <laughs> not big at all. That sounds like an MVP group of people talking. That's what that sounds like. Yeah, so, we do have a question though. 
Is Colton Woods speaking at the event? <laughs> that, that is that is actually from the audience. That is from Are the you audience. Serious? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Yep. Oh. They want to hear they someone someone's asking about when you're speaking there. So yeah. and I I was at uh uh Offer Mind and and, mm. and you weren't speaking, you were running the show behind the scenes. So when are you up front, man? Dude, that's a funny question. Like I I'm not at this one, but hopefully someday soon. I I definitely run the event, so it's kind of hard to like break off because I am the event guy for the team. So right. yeah, I think some point, some, sometime in the future, I think it'd be awesome. I love speaking. I've been on a couple stages and it's, it's a blast. Like right. it's been a while though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very cool. That's All fun. right. So, uh, offer launch pad, right. Dot uh -huh. com. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Offer launch uh, grab your tickets now for anybody listening. Uh, take your offer to the point of actually launching it to make some money. And will there be any of the evergreen strategies at the end of it? Or is it all just about that initial launch? No, there actually, yeah, there is. There's a part of evergreen in there. Um, talking with Steve, there's quite a few different launching methods. Yeah, I think evergreen's towards the end of the event there. So, Okay. So I'm sure Ron and I will have to have a conversation and make sure we're, we're available for, for yeah. that. So. That's the thing too, is like you guys can relaunch stuff. Mm -hmm. um, even if you've launched an offer already, like you know how many times we, we relaunch offers, the same exact offer. Like we do it all the time. So it's, yeah. it's not like, Oh, well, I already launched mine. I don't need it. No, trust me. It's amazing. Like <laughs> well, and you get better at, you get better at everything. Mm -hmm. Just like going back to your Instagram thing you said. So doing this at first was not comfortable and now it's like, mm -hmm. whatever. So even if it's the same offer and you're pitching it again, it gets mm -hmm. better and better and better and better as you go and easier. hundred percent. Right. So Colton, what have we not asked you that you were hoping to share today? What, what, what is burning, burning for you to, to get out? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like that's really what I wanted to talk about the event. I love that. Like if you guys want to take it to the next level with your launches, hundred percent say go there. Um, it's funny. I'm obviously you can tell I'm like a keto fanatic and I love this stuff. So I always enjoy talking about that. Um, funny enough, I was talking to a buddy of mine. I don't know if you guys know uh, Christoph Merrill. Do you guys know him? Hmm. Um, he's the habit freak. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, he, that's a crazy whole nother story. But um, <laughs> anyway, our relationship started with him sending me a pair of socks with capless pigs on them. Okay. Literally. <laughs> and then I was like, what the, what are these socks? Like well, Grim 100 right there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. He sent me and Steve a pair of capless pig socks. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. So I, I reached out and said, hi. And then one day he like, he asked me to get on a call and like help him with something. I never do that. I don't get on calls with people like, but I did and ended up going through this thing with them that like changed my life, changed his life. He reached out to the guy who like created the thing and is now like working with that guy, super crazy story. And then like, I'm now like working with like kind of with that guy a little bit, like helping Kristoff be successful more of like, I feel like I'm just kind of like coaching him through a little bit of stuff, but um, yeah, like he's, Anyway, so I, I can't remember why I even started that now that I think about it. 
<laughs> it was burning. It was what we had in Nazi yet. It was yeah, exactly. conversation. Oh, what I, yeah, I think it was, yeah. I, there was the conversation I was having with him yesterday that I was thinking about. That's what it was. Yeah. I don't know. Either way, like it's, there's some cool stuff out there and, and it's been fun working with him because we're changing people's lives through them understanding. I feel like there's such a, there's like a beginning stage for entrepreneurs where they just got to get out of their head. Like there's so much in their head that they can't like figure it out. And that's kind of what was going on a little bit with Christoph. I'm like, all right, let me show you what's going on in your head and how it relates. And then he was like, Oh, I get it. Now I understand why I'm working this way. And then he was able to like, like I said, raise that ceiling and understand and then go farther. But man, I can't. Oh yeah. I was totally, he got into keto. That's what I was going to say. He got into <laughs> keto and he was like asking me about it. So I went for like, like a half an hour, like, all right, do you got to do this? Got to do that. Like, it sounds like this is not working for you. Yeah. So that's, I, I talked about everything I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Thank you guys. <laughs> Long story short, I got to talk about what I wanted to do. <laughs> well, we're excited you came on. And uh, I know people out there are probably like, how do I get in touch with Colton? I, I, obviously, Instagram. Where else can they find you? Um, that's funny. Yeah. Find me on Instagram. Um, I haven't literally this morning, I was about to record a podcast episode. But then my kids woke up and that didn't work out. So um, I'm going to have to record one tomorrow morning and get it out because it's been a few weeks. But you can find me. You can listen to some of my podcast. And trust me, it was a while ago when I started it. So my voice was definitely not there <laughs> when I first started. But um, it's called Learning from the Experts. I thought it'd be awesome just to like because I'm around all these these awesome gurus all the time. Right. So why not teach some things I'm learning from them to help people go yeah. farther in what they're doing? Um, I think I had, I can't remember if I actually had Christoph on there, but I may have had him on there too. Um, I'd love to get you guys on actually. So, and yeah. funny enough, like I, I started creating a interview Colton.com. <laughs> like I, I never finished it, but you know, <laughs> we're there. We're there. We, yeah. yeah. You just let us know. We'd love to hop on. Yeah. yeah be cool. I'd love to. Yeah. Put you guys on there a little bit more of, uh, your story and what you guys like the things that, you would tell people to help them go farther. So that'd be cool. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah find me on Instagram. Find me there. Um, if you message me on Facebook or Instagram, it may be a while before I even see it. Just so you know, um, I'm not very good at that messaging there, but yeah, I'm sure you guys, I probably was bad with you guys even. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you got back pretty quick. It took a while. It took a while, but we got it. We got it. That's all that matters. Cool. Um, yeah. All right, Colton. Uh, one final question for me. Yeah. Uh, and first off, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, yeah. but number one piece of advice. You talked a lot about uh, don't just learn it, just go apply it, right? Like what's what's that one piece of advice that you want to give to any entrepreneur out there uh, to help them get out of their head and take action, move forward, whatever it is. Like what's that? What's that one one piece of golden nugget from Colton? That's a... That's a great question. Honestly, I would say start asking yourself questions um, and realize that, I mean, there's so many other people in your same boat, literally in the same boat. Don't take advice from broke people. They don't know what they're talking about, obviously. <clears throat> don't take advice from broke people. Um, I remember when I was first married and my father-in-law 
and we have a great relationship now, but I feel like back then it was, it was kind of like, he looked at me like I was a little broken, you know, um, cause I had all these ideas of what I wanted to do. And it was like, no, go to school, get a job, work 40 years so that you can continue to make nothing for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? Like, right. huh, and that was like, not, that was so against me. Like I, literally probably they wanted to puke every time like somebody like said that to me you know i'm like Ugh. like no um but it's funny like <clears throat> start i started asking those questions and when i first made that that first money that changed everything so just try to go out and get your first dollar bill as fast as you can because that will just throw the ceiling so much farther up and i remember when i first did that my wife and I were poor college kids, you know, and she was like, I, I need to go get groceries, but we have like no money, you know, for groceries. And right. It was, it was the craziest thing. It was like Saturday morning. I still remember like, we're like laid in bed still like, well, what should we do today? Well, I need to get groceries, you know? <clears throat> and, uh, we don't have any money. And I remember like my phone chimed in the middle of this conversation and I made like 300 bucks off of a cell. Like right then I was like, I was like, what the, like, and so I showed her and that was when like her mind clicked. Like I could tell she was like, oh, this actually can do something for us. Cause she was totally against me. She was hundred percent her father, you know, like uh -huh. you better not drop out of school. I didn't drop out, but you better not drop out. You better get a job and just work the job because it's safe. It's consistent all this stuff, you know? And when I first saw it, like made that first money, it changed both of our beliefs. <laughs> and put me on a path that you just can't, you know, you can't look back on and it's amazing. So go get your first dollar as fast as you can. Don't make anything that's perfect. Just launch it. Literally just like get it out there, start talking about it and ask yourself the questions, you know, like so many people just say, this is how it is. And they don't say why they don't ask why. Um, I started asking that in my early twenties and it changed my life literally. Um, started asking, well, why is it this way? And honestly, it's because I was listening to broke people and that's what they were teaching. And so I just took it as truth instead of asking why. So yeah. that's my, my last piece there. Hopefully that helps powerful. somebody. Powerful. Yeah. yeah. Where's the mic drop? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a mic to drop. Thing. <laughs> All right, Colton. We appreciate the time. We thank yeah. you so much for joining us and uh, we'll talk soon. Awesome. Oh man, everyone. What'd you think? Let uh, us know. Give us feedback, rate, subscribe, review, comment, like, share, all the fun things. Hopefully you enjoyed it for a nice early Thursday morning uh, interview uh, with the one and only Colton Woods. All right, Ron, a couple takeaways from the man himself. So many, so many. Gosh. All right. So one, uh, uh, all right. I'm going to lead with this one and then we go to another one. Uh, so the first one was just the consistency about picking a platform, be consistent. You're going to suck. I think we talked about this last show. You're going to suck at it at first, but just keep doing it and you will improve and your life will change because you will become a different person as you do this more consistently. Right? So that's number one. Number two, and I loved this one, change your ceiling, right? So 
if you have your ceiling, you have to change your viewpoint of that ceiling so you can push your ceiling up, right? And once you get past that ceiling, guess what? There's another ceiling you have to break through. So you have to keep changing that perspective to understand where you're trying to go and keep pushing yourself to become better. Yeah, 100%. And then, you know, my my favorite part of, of what he was talking about, uh, just, just the whole action that he had from when he was in school, he had his own business. So he would learn it, apply it, learn it, apply it. And so many people, even whether you're in school or not, you you learn from these entrepreneurs. We read these books, we we do courses, we do the education, but we never do the thing. Right. Right. We just do a lot of learning and you just knowledge is great, but knowledge without action is nothing. So take that knowledge and turn it into action, turn it into uh, something that you can actually move forward with. And uh, and so that was super evident of of Colton in college. And uh, so anybody listening, learn something, do it, followed by if you really want to ingrain it, teach it. Absolutely, guys. And we just want to thank you for being the best part of the Hindsight Hackers community. Bye, guys. Bye.